Time for the rural news now with Sally Murthy in Ōtu Tahi and North Canterbury is starting to dry out. Kia ora Jimmy. Yes, despite a cold and wet spring in Canterbury, Niwa is now warning the region has become a hot spot on moisture deficit readings and that's likely to get worse over the next week. A hot spot indicates soils are severely drier than normal. North Canterbury agricultural consultant Jeff Dunham says until now wet soils have delayed the sowing of crops, but the recent northwesterly winds have really dried surface soils. He says the dry conditions should should not be an issue yet, but they are unusually widespread right across Canterbury. Usually you find some areas are uh, more moist than others, but it seems to be consistent right across Canterbury and you know, that uh, irrigation is needed. Uh, and most farmers with irrigation will be out there irrigating now. Uh, right across all their crops. The second interesting thing is that most of their crops are being later drilled for this year, so it's going to be moist and humid, uh, humid, you know, warm conditions, humid conditions, and the crops are going to be growing very, very quickly. So you can't come back and get phosphate or nitrogen in early enough to, to match those crop stages. So, so any any deficiencies are going to show up very, very quickly. Jeff Dunham says irrigators are being turned on for brief spells already, which is quite early in the season. To other news, a company which wanted to develop artificial intelligence for the horticulture sector has been put into liquidation. Plant Tech Research Institute Limited was given $8.4 million of government funding in 2016 to establish as a company. But company chairperson Mark Gilbert says the pipeline of research project revenue has dried up as its clients are facing very tough seasonal and broader economic conditions. He says the kiwi fruit and apple sectors in particular are facing their worst season in 10 years, which is seriously impacting their ability to invest in innovation. Mr Gilbert says the company's unable to survive without further government support. Time to head back to the New Zealand Agricultural Show, which is taking place here in Ōtutahi this week. Pig, goat and sheep judging is headlining the event today. Kim Moody checked out the calibre of entries. The pigs are polished and preened for judging, and their owners have donned their finest outfits for the event. One of the judges, Matt Bailey, says there's a lot of boxes the winning animals have to tick. Well, we sort of break the scoring down into the quarters, uh, hind quarters, forequarters uh, and the midsection. And then just a few attributes, not too fat, nice lot of meat, uh, good length, bit of depth. Um, and then just any defaults really, you know, the structure, the feet, good set of testes, which is uh, key. But, and then, yeah, score it all on that and uh, line them all up at the end and um, find a winner. Matt Bailey says there's definitely a younger crowd taking part in the pig competition this year and believes the best-dressed competition helps to attract entries. One of the standout syndicates is the Pork Nuggets, dressed in shocking pink tweed sets, who have entered their pig Captain Pat. Team member Lucy says there's a lot of prep work involved. So today required a pre-wash in the weekend to get him looking nice and good, and today we've just given him a bit of a spot clean bit of a shine on. So he's looking extra cute and he, uh, for reference for the listeners at home, he is wearing a pink neck scarf the same as what I am and the rest of our syndicate. She says the pork nuggets along with Captain Pat are vying for two wins today, top pig and best dressed. We decided to go with a bit of a power play so we are wearing pink, bright pink. In the rural sector it's just a bit of fun really. Not in it to win it but there is a best dressed contest so... We'll see what happens. But at the end of the day, it's not about what you wear, it's how you wear it.
Another event taking place at the show this week is a large display of rare breed animals. The Rare Breeds Conservation Society of New Zealand, who organised the display of goats, sheep, pigs, horses and rabbits, hopes it will promote more people to raise the breeds. Society member Suzanne Neger says one draw card is animals who have come from Arapoa Island in the Marlborough Sounds. A lot of them are quite old breeds and it's really important that we keep these breeds going. So we've got Arapawa goats, pigs and sheep that have come off the island and they basically came on Captain Cook's ship and were dropped there. So the society has a weekend each year and they go on to the island so there's a, there was a group of about 20 this year and they um, count sheep basically keeping an eye on, on the numbers of sheep Others on display include the Canterbury Blue Pig Fjord Horses and Four Horned Sheep Processors have decreased slaughter prices for mutton and lamb and a market expert is warning prices will continue to fall in the months ahead Last week, lamb slaughter prices dropped below $9 a kilo for the first time in nearly five months. AgriHQ senior analyst Mel Crode says it's a disruptive time for processors. In the South Island, we're seeing basically a bit of a perfect storm, which is making our space incredibly difficult to get at processing plants. Teeth are popping up in old season lambs all over the show and agents are starting to struggle with the phone calls to farmers regarding wait times to get these lambs processed. But look, in general, prices are coming down harder and faster than expected. Uh, This all comes back to a decline in overseas market demand, and we expect these prices will continue this downward trend. Mel Crowd says it was expected lamb prices would drop, but many have been caught off guard by the quick drop in mutton prices, with some processors taking up to 30 cents a kilo off in the last week. And just lastly, butter from the West Coast has hit the shelves of Walmart in the United States. West Gold Butter, produced at Westland Milk Products' Hokitika plant, is being sold in 550 Walmarts across 19 states. The launch follows Westland's $40 million investment last year in the new Hokitika Butter manufacturing plant, which has doubled capacity of the company's consumer butter production to 42,000 tonnes a year. The company says the launch of West Gold Butter into Walmart stores is significant and the first step in its global expansion into the US market. And that's the rural news for today. Koe rā te purongo o te tai whenua. Kia ora, Sally.